Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to WBCA president and head coach at Oak Creek High School, Scott Holler, and 105.7 FM, the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Well, welcome into the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, flying solo to this week. Scott Holler, head baseball coach at Oak Creek, has got a couple of games, and uh, we're going to be nimble today. I can tell you that. So I've got some guys that said, "Look, if you know, if I'm available, I'm I'm in." Well, first. Uh, the first two segments, we're going to have the head baseball coach at Whitefish Bay join us. They had an 8 o'clock game this morning. And uh, if he gets done, he's going to join us, and, and we'll talk a little Whitefish Bay Blue Dukes baseball. We're also going to talk to Marty Polson's granddaughter. Marty, the, the baseball coach at Fond du Lac, if you don't know Marty, I could say, Marty, how you doing? And I could go outside and, you know, call somebody and come back. And he's got a zillion stories. I called him. I said, hey, do you want to come on? And he said, you know what, I'm in a golf outing. What, what are you looking to talk about? And I said, I really want to talk about multi-sport athletes. He said, well, my granddaughter would be a great step in for me. She's playing basketball at UW Oshkosh. 12, uh, she won 12 letters uh, at New London High School. I said, no, I want to talk to her. And I talked to Leah, and the apple did not far, uh, fall far from the tree. Man, her and Marty uh, really close. And I look forward to talking to Leah at uh, 1030. 11 o'clock, our Kurt Electric Superhero of the Week. Young gal from Whitnell High School. You're going to want to stick around for that. Really impressive. 1115, we're going to talk to the commissioner of the American Association of Independent Baseball. He uh, he worked, he's a cheesehead, worked for the Brewers for a while as a scout, and now the commissioner of that, uh, that baseball league. 1130, we're going to talk to A.J. Vukovic who uh, is in minor league baseball with the Arizona Diamondbacks. He is playing for a Rawhide facility, Rawhide in California, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll get to him. 
And I believe we will. He he said, look, I'll wake up early. Two-hour difference. And I understand he didn't get home till about 3 o'clock for playing a game far from home last night. So looking forward to talking to AJ. We're now joined by Wade LeBecchia. He's the deputy director of the WIA. Always very gracious and kind with his time. Hey, Wade, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you? Good. Hey, baseball, man, so far so good, right? It seems like most games are being played and, and we're doing the things that we have to do in order to get baseball going. Yeah, it's wonderful to be able to play. You know, a year ago we weren't, uh, we had to shut it down and it's just great to go ahead and have, have the kids playing their baseball games. And, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. That means it's uh, spring and it's warm and tired of this cold stuff. So, yeah, you and me both. Have you gotten a chance to see much baseball? I have not had the opportunity to get out. Um, I've been uh, too busy doing other things in our office. You know, we had to go ahead and move things around and line things up for the state baseball tournament. So uh, we've been working on that, and we've got a couple other irons in the, in the fire. So I haven't had a chance to get out to see any baseball games yet. Well, and you know what? That makes two of us. But I've had a chance on this show to talk to a number of guys. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what. They are feeling so good about just getting out to the park and playing. And, and wait, I have to tell you, to, to a man, every one of these coaches talked about how great it was to have, you know, some contact days with these guys last year to get some things just so they felt like we kind of know what's going on. And they, every one of them said, look, I want to give the WI a lot of credit because without the leadership from that organization – uh, would we be playing baseball right now? Because there's states around us that are not. So, uh, you know, I got to let you know that right now, especially on this show, you guys look awfully good. Well, thank you. You know, it's it's one of those jobs that you don't get a lot of that. But uh, I know the kids are, you know, really appreciate it. You know, and it's, the sad thing is, is when it was taken away, um, you realize what you had. And, uh, you know, when it's given back to you, you, you have a, a greater appreciation of that than, you know, I think our coaches did a great job. You know, we were we worked hard with our coaches' advisory to go ahead and come up with a state baseball schedule and uh, tournament schedule for for our teams. We had to do some moving around. Uh, we're still using COVID protocols yet, and uh, we were able to do that. And I think that the kids, when you know, when they get into regionals and get into sectionals and finally get to state, they're going to really appreciate that. And hopefully, you know, with the, we're going to be able to play at the Timber Rattlers, and hopefully, we'll be able to have normal normal crowds and normal procedures. So. That's our goal for the end of June, and, and I think that's uh, a goal for all of the kids and coaches as well. Hey, I, I'll tell you what, you know, being, a, being able to play at that park, and I've been there a lot, um, it's just what a great experience for these high school kids to be able to play there. I, I just think there's – look, I, as a basketball coach, you had a chance to coach at the Cole Center um, a number of times. To, to play at a park like like they do uh, up in Appleton with, at the Timber Rattler Stadium, it's a little bit more quaint, but yet it's that professional feeling. And and I know I've talked to kids that have played there, and they said, man, it's it's just unbelievable to walk out on a park in a field that's that's so nice and with decent crowds. Uh, they really enjoy playing there. Yeah, it's, it's really a neat experience. And, you know, this year what we had to do is we're, we're going with our divisions on, on a separate day, so – uh, it's going to be a four-day tournament this year. We'll have Division Four on Monday, June uh, 28th, Division Three on Tuesday, Division Two on on Wednesday, and Division One on Thursday. And that's going to be their semifinals and their championship. So uh, we don't want uh, people staying overnight. We want to come in there at 11 o'clock, start the semis, 
and had the championships at six. And that forced us to move our Division One quarterfinals out. So those will be played on Friday, June 25th, over at Fond du Lac, where the Dock Spiders play a Woodbat League that the Timber Rattlers own, uh, <clears throat> which forced us to move our Division One sectionals to that Monday, June 21st, and our D2, 3, 4 our state sectionals will be on Tuesday the 22nd, and then our regionals will be the normal schedule on June 10th and 15th and 16th for Ds 2 and 3 and 4, and the 15th and 17th for D1. So we're going to have a good regional and sectional tournament, and, uh, you know, it's nice to get somewhat back to normal. And I think the kids, like again, will appreciate that. Our coaches did a nice job of working with us to set up that schedule. Hey, well, what does uh, and I have you on it as a baseball show, but I'm wondering the future. You know, have you guys? Um, I, I'm sure that because we're always planning ahead. Have you guys talked about fall sports and what that might look like once we get there? You know, we're always a season ahead. It seems <laughs> when we're doing our schedule, and we have talked about the, the future. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to work with our, our doctors in July. And we're going to go ahead and, and, and finalize where we're at. But we're hoping that, you know, we'll be able to and get back to normal and get back to our normal schedule. And I think we will be. You know, it all comes down to the stuff. You know, we're working with the DHS all the time at the state level. And, and, you know, they still want us to tell people to mask up, to go ahead and use proper hygiene and to socially distance. And that's the key. You know, it's also a key to get vaccinated if they can. And, um, you know, hopefully... With the, with the ability to go ahead and be fully vaccinated. You don't have to wear a mask anymore, according to CDC. And uh, if we can get people in, in uh, you know, the age group of high school kids to get vaccinated, uh, we'll be back to normal. And that's our goal. And that's what we're looking at when we're talking to our doctors and that. So uh, hopefully that happens by the end of June and we're back to normal for our baseball and, and our softball and track and all of those sports. And, and, uh, and when we return in the fall for football and the fall sports, uh, we'll be able to just uh, – be back to normal and do those things. So it's all going to be a matter of how well our communities respond to all those uh, things that are going on out there. 100%. Wade, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thomas Morgrat, that's why he's such a good guy. There it is. He, you know, he's a Milwaukee guy. He's Wade LeBecky. He's the deputy director for the WIAA. And I was, again, his willingness to come on this show and give me the time that when I call and ask him, even at the last second, I really appreciate it, Wade. Thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. You too, Mike. Thanks. I appreciate talking to you. You bet. We're going to transition right over to the head baseball coach at Whitefish Bay, and I was hoping he'd be in a great mood this morning, but maybe not so great today. Hey, Jay, how you doing? Good, Mike. How's everything going? Good. Uh, I took one on the chin this morning, 8 a.m., uh, against Franklin over at The Rock. Franklin, a pretty good baseball team? Yeah, they hit the ball really well today. Um, kid that pitch, they threw a freshman against us, threw a nice game. Um, yeah, they beat us today, you know, don't really have no excuses on our end. You know, they outplayed us and, you know, they deserve to win today. Hey, you know, I, as, as somebody that coached in a different sport, when, when timing, and there's no excuses because everybody, all the kids got to do the same thing. But I always had trouble with, with some teams when we would play like during holidays, we'd play a 10 a.m. game when we're so used to playing at seven o'clock at night and then trying to try to figure out when they eat, when we, we would try to get some shots up and get their bodies moving. But I never seemed to figure out what the answer was, why some of the teams I coached couldn't play well in the morning or at just different times. Yeah, did, any, did that have anything to do with it, do you think, today? 
No, no, no. They had to get up and, you know, take batting practice at 6 a.m. just like we did, you know. So it's a little bit out of our routine. You know, you're used to after school and, you know, hitting at a certain time before games. And schedule's off a little bit, sure, but that that's not an excuse for today because, you know, Franklin had to do the same thing. So We are talking to the head yeah. baseball coach over at Whitefish Bay. Hey, Jake, coming into this year, uh, did you have a pretty good feeling that that this uh, this uh, Whitefish Bay team had a chance to be uh, pretty good? Yeah, we thought we would be pretty good. You know, I've been really fortunate. I have the three guys standing next to me, Brady Council, Brady Margette, and Jack Stecker. They've all been with me since their freshman year and, you know, two-year captains. And, uh, you know, these guys do a great job of leading, and not only by example, but they go out and take care of business with the guys and uh, – I knew with these three guys leading the way, I knew that we were going to be pretty good. So, so far, so good. A little bump in the road today, but with it being a non-conference game, you know, it is what it is. You know, we're still doing pretty well. You know, we're in first place in the North Shore. We haven't lost yet. So, everything still, we're still on schedule. Hey, before we get to a break, can I start with uh, Jack Stecker real quick? Yep, he's right here. Excellent. How you doing, Mike? I'm good, Jack. How are you? I'm not too bad. Yeah, sorry about the loss today, but uh, like your coach said, it's a non-conference game, and and uh, you guys will you guys will certainly snap back. Hey, talk about and and I had asked uh, your coach, did you did he know coming into the season that you guys had a chance to be um, as good as you are? And he said, well, I did. I've got these three guys next to me. You as a senior and a captain and a leader. Did you have a pretty good feel for like, man, this is this got a chance to be a special season for us? Yeah, for sure. You know, we had a lot of expectations uh, two years ago, uh, conference champs, and we had a good sectional run. And we know we had to prove ourselves coming off a whole season not playing. And, um, yeah, we're just out here playing, having fun, and um, just doing our best, I guess, yeah. Because, you know, your senior year, you, you definitely want it to be special, and – I would think over at Whitefish Bay that that you you've been on varsity as a freshman. You've seen good seniors and good leaders throughout the years that you've been there. Were you comfortable moving into that role? I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, I played football uh, as a two-year captain, and uh, just stepping back into baseball is just a uh, um, it's nothing new to me. I, mean, I guess just um, just leading this team and uh, being the best leader I could be. I guess. Hey, what what's going on for you next year, Jack? Uh, I'm hopefully uh, just going to uh, University of St. Thomas uh, to school. Beautiful. And uh, potentially might walk on for baseball as well. Good for you. Do you know what you want to study? Uh, looking somewhere in the business field. Man, that what a great campus that is. Yeah, it's a very nice campus, yeah. Man, that's awesome. Hey, Jack, take this loss for what it is. It's an... I'm, don't, I, I'm really hoping Jay's not listening to your coach. It's an 8 a.m. non-conference game. You know what? Get back to business uh, as soon as you start back in conference and take care of your business there. I really appreciate a couple minutes of your time. We need to get to a break. Other side of the break, there's two more senior captains we want to talk to. Uh, both names Brady. And so we'll grab one of them and then the other, and we'll end the uh, the next segment with the head baseball coach again at Whitefish Bay. First loss today at the Rock against Franklin. If you get a chance to watch these guys play, I've heard a number of people that let me know that this is a really fun team to watch. They hit it well. They pitch it well. They catch it. I had one guy say, look, I went over and watched a couple innings, and I got stuck because I, I kept watching these kids play. They looked like they had so much fun 
playing baseball together. And I think that that's the key to this whole thing. We'll continue talking Whitefish Bay baseball on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern flying solo this week. Scott Holler, head baseball coach at Oak Creek, is coaching. We're talking Whitefish Bay baseball. They were 12-0 going into a game today, 8 a.m. this morning at the Rock, and Franklin uh, got it today. So they're now 12-1, non-conference game. They get back at it Monday against at Hartford and Tuesday uh, at Nicolet next week, Wednesday, man, back to back to back uh, at home at Cahill Park against uh, Port Washington. We're now joined by senior Brady Margette. Hey, Brady, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, man, That those 8 a.m. games, you want to try to stay away from those, don't you? Yeah, it, it takes a little bit to get up and get everything going, keep the energy up in the morning. But, you know, I think we did a good job today getting the energy up. But, yeah. Hey, Brady, a four-year varsity player, correct? Yes. So uh, the difference between playing varsity baseball now as a senior, and if you can remember the first couple of games when you were a freshman, just night and day, right? Yeah, definitely. When you're a freshman, it's a little intimidating coming in. But, I mean, now I feel like we've all kind of settled, settled in a little bit, and it's a lot more fun now. And especially playing with all your friends, especially with being four years, guys that you've been around. Um, yeah, it's good. It's fun. Hey, what position do you play? I play first base. And uh, what do you hit in the lineup? I hit in the th- I hit third. And there you go. Are you uh, are you hitting long ball? Are you hitting gaps? What? Uh, how's the swing looking? I'm hitting pretty well. I've hit one long ball, but I mean, average has been up again, getting a lot of hits. So I mean. I've been playing pretty well recently. Been swinging the bat well. Good for you. What's going on with you next year? Uh, next year, I'll be attending uh, Tulane University for, to play baseball. Man, good for you. What uh, was that a difficult choice for you? Um, I mean, with an opportunity like that, it was kind of hard to pass up. Yep. So it wasn't too hard of a decision when it came to that point. But I mean, it was a great school and it was a really exciting opportunity. So it was kind of hard to pass up. Hey, and and. Uh, when I talked to Jack, I said, hey, look, you, you know, you, look, he played football and, and being around leaders at Whitefish Bay, at, especially as a freshman on varsity baseball, you, you've you seen some really good leaders graduate. How comfortable are you in that role to, to be a leader on this team and a captain? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, when I was a freshman, the upperclassmen and seniors uh, did a great job bringing me in and kind of being a leader. So I kind of learned a little bit off them and it's kind of been a lot easier this year, especially we got a lot of upperclassmen now. It's kind of been a lot of easier um, kind of leading those younger guys. So I've kind of learned from the past years, and they've kind of done a good job for me. Hey, we're talking Whitefish Bay baseball right now with senior Brady Margette. And, Brady, with uh, with the start that you guys had at 12-0, and and I'm looking at the scores, you guys obviously hit the ball well because you put up a lot of runs, but your pitching staff has done really well too. Yeah, our pitching staff's done well. I mean – as long as we throw strikes, I feel like our defense will always help out, and our pitchers have done that. And they've kind of helped us win games. They've definitely helped us get to that uh, 
our, our really good record we have right now. Hey, do, um, do you play uh, then during the summer? Did you, are you on a on a traveling team? Do you get out and play a lot? Yeah, I play for hitters baseball out of Racine. Yep. You know, at eleven thirty today, we're going to wake up AJ Vukovic, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, he uh, he got home. From my understanding, he got back from his game last night about two thirty his time, and we're going to wake him up nine thirty his time and talk a little bit about what it's like playing out in California and and uh, what it's like going from you know basically playing hitters to now going against guys that are, are making a living doing that and I'm interested to see how you know how that transition has gone for him how excited are you um, to, to go to Tulane and get on that campus I mean I'm really excited to get down there it's a um, beautiful campus and especially really competitive atmosphere and I'm really excited to get down there and compete with the other guys. So, especially going down south, getting a little warmer weather, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Hey, you know, um, I have a brother that lives in Florida, and and he is, I don't know, he's he's 60-some years old. He's still catching um, a bunch of games every every uh, every week for 35, 45, and 55 and older teams. And I was down there watching him play, and I was talking to a guy who's young. Uh, his son was a, was a kid from Florida playing in college, and he said, Mike, I got to tell you, we used to laugh at those those boys coming from the north. Because they'd get 25, 30 games in. He said, but what we didn't realize is they were nowhere close to being how good they're going to be. And he said, those are the guys that completely in a year's time would pass up a bunch of the Southern boys because they had played so much baseball and they hit their peak. But these Northern boys, have they're, 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 it's so much um, higher that they can get with their game. And I'm sure that when you get down there, that's going to be fun for you. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I mean, I think... I think um, high school and uh, hitters baseball definitely done a good job preparing me for that. So, I mean, I'm really excited to get down there and compete. Hey, RJ. RJ doesn't tell many jokes, does he? Uh, no, not too many. <laughs> I had him in studio uh, a couple of years ago, Brady, and, and uh, man, he is, he is all business and does a great job down there. Thank you so much for your time. Um, if you could pass the phone over to Brady Council, we'll end the segment in talking Whitefish Bay baseball with Brady Council. Hello, this is Brady. Hey, Brady, Mike McGivern over at 1250 AM, The Fan. How are you? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, tough loss today, but uh, you guys just forget about it and get ready to, to play next week. Hey, how fun is it playing? And, and look, as a, as a former basketball coach, I loved practices. But in baseball, especially high school baseball nowadays, you don't get much time to practice, right? It's back to back to back. Like, you got four games next week. Yeah, we definitely, we probably, I think this week, we usually only practice twice a week. Sundays, we have to have off just because, like, the rules and stuff. But practice, I always get time to get better, and I think we use that really well for our team. Hey, how fun is it playing with your younger brother? He's a good baseball player. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of fun. Um, we've obviously worked out together throughout the off offseason, um, so it's great to get on the field with him and uh, put our practice reps into game reps. Who, uh, who's a better hitter? Um, I'd say me right now. Yeah, definitely. hey, every question I ask you like that, you jump in and go, me? What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm a senior, he's a sophomore. Man, he, he can't hit a fastball to save his life. That's the kind of stuff you need to say. Brady, what position do you play? Uh, I play shortstop. So you, and you, what does uh, your brother play? He plays second base. So you guys turn, have you turned some double plays together? Yeah, yeah. He can, he can turn it a little bit? Yep. Hey, so I got to ask this. Obviously, do you, any any pressure you feel with that name on the back of the jersey? Oh, uh, I mean, I think I've gotten used to it over the years. Um, it's definitely something that 
I think I can use my advantage just being able to play harder every day and just kind of represent it well. So I think um, I wouldn't say it's more of like I'm not really worried about it. I think it's more of a challenge that presents itself. Well, you and you know, understand, Brady, that 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 last name council in this area, you know, you live on that postage stamp, right? That's where you go home. That's dad. That's grandfather. That's grandpa. Whatever you call your, whatever that is. But understand the amount of respect and love that this community has for for your family and what they've done for baseball in this area is is unbelievable. And I hope that you know that. I mean, there's yep. nothing but, at least as far as I know, there's nothing but council fans, you know, uh, in this area. No matter how they're hitting or not hitting, everybody uh, certainly enjoys your dad. Hey, what's going out for you next year? Oh, I'm going to be going to the University of Minnesota to play baseball. Oh, you're still going to be a cheesehead, though, right? Um, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, you're, hey, if I, I'm not kidding. I find out you come back town and you're, you know, you're you're not wearing green and gold every once in a while, or all of a sudden, well, you're not going to become a Twins fan. You know that. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, you're you're going to have to find a new place to live if that happens. You know that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, um, a couple uh, quick questions. Same question I had for the other Brady and, and Jack. You feel pretty uh, comfortable in this leadership role over at Whitefish Bay? Yeah, definitely. Um, as coming in as a freshman and sophomore, the upperclassmen kind of set the example for for uh, for us. So now that we're um, seniors, we can kind of uh, use what they taught us. Hey, I'm looking at the stats. It looks like you might be leading the team in home runs at this point. Yeah, I am. Man, good start J- so far. J- Jack said he's going to come. He's going to catch you. That's what. Uh, I don't think so. But I, th- I think that. Try. I think that maybe it was Brady that said that. I don't know. I know one of those guys may have said that. If somebody were to ask you about your game, Brady, as far as the way you hit the ball, are you a, a spray hitter? Are you a guy that that's looking to to jack it? What what type of hitter are you? I mean, I think it kind of depends on the count. Uh, I think it's good to have like different approaches and. Different count, so like when I'm up in the count, like 2-0, 2-1, it's definitely better to get a fastball to drive somewhere. Uh, you know, with two strikes, so you got to protect and kind of spray it all over the place. Hey, do you do, do you think about what uh, what might be in the future for you if you had a chance to play not only at Minnesota but at the next level? Is that something you'd have interest in? For sure, I know. I think that's obviously the dream is to play baseball at the highest level and for as long as possible. Hey, were you a multi-sport athlete at Bay? Yeah, I played four sports my freshman year, and then after that, I just narrowed it down to baseball. Wow, you played four? Yeah, I played. I ran ran in the fall, and I did basketball and golf, and baseball was in the summer my freshman year. So you can hit a golf yeah. ball pretty well. Yeah, I can. Yeah, you baseball boys, I'm telling you, yeah. that's everything I hit. I played a lot of softball as an old man, and everything I hit on the golf course goes to the right. He yeah. is Brady Council. Got to tell you, Brady, we're uh, everybody's hoping that you guys go a long way, get a chance to to uh, certainly be good ambassadors for Whitefish Bay baseball. I know that Jay is your head coach is really proud of you guys, and he loves yep. coaching this team. All right, thank you. Yeah, you got it. Have a good day. That's Brady thank Council. You. Whitefish Bay Baseball, they're now 12-1, and one, and uh, they're, they are a team, I can tell you this, to watch out for. They've got a number of upperclassmen. they got a good uh, good chance, I think, to, to get get back being hot. They were 12-0 and 0 going into the day. I don't know how much hotter you can be than that. Uh, but certainly keep your eye on the Blue Dukes from Whitefish Bay. Big fan of their coach, and certainly if he tells me that uh, this is a really fun team, to coach, I, I agree, and certainly uh, trust him in that. We're going to get to a break. For all you baseball guys, you know Marty Paulson. 
head coach at Five Life, been coaching a long time, and has got the greatest stories of all time. When I asked him to come on the show, he said, look, I'm in a golf outing. What, what is it that you were looking to talk about? And just as I talked to Brady Council there, I want to talk about being a multi-sport athlete. You know, baseball, what, what are some of the better sports to play with baseball and at the high school level? I want, I want kids to play like Brady at four. I'd like to see him play two or three. And he said, you should talk to my granddaughter. Twelve letters she won at New London and is now a big-time basketball player at UW Oshkosh. And Leah uh, Porath has said, yeah, I'll come on. We can have that conversation. So we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, Leah, uh, Leah Porath. She's a basketball player at Oshkosh, but again, multi-sport athlete growing up. And we'll talk to her on the other side. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, again flying solo this week. Scott Holler, normally my co-host, He's the head baseball coach at Oak Creek. He's got a couple of games today. Looking forward to having him back in a couple of weeks. So as I was setting the show and and uh, putting the show together, I always love talking to Marty Paulson. He is, uh, he's the kind of guy that I can say, Marty, how you doing today? And I can walk out of the studio for a little bit, man, because he can carry this show. And just got a big personality, got a ton of stories, and a heck of a baseball coach. And I called him the other day and said, hey, do you want to come on the show? And he said, I can't. I'm, I'm in a golf outing. What do, what do you want to talk about? And I said, I want to talk about multi-sport athletes. He said, I have one. You should talk to her. I said, who is it? He says, my granddaughter. Let me tell you about Leah Porath. And Marty, not only Marty, but then Leah's grandmother was in the background saying, don't forget to tell him this. Tell him this about Leah. Tell them this about Leah. They they love their grand they love their grandkids, love Leah, and said great things about her. And when they said, look, she earned 12 letters at New London High School, I said, oh, I want to talk to her. That's a, that's a true multi-sport athlete. So I called Leah. She's a guard at uh, UW Oshkosh. She is uh, I think two-time player of the year in that conference. Is that correct, Leah? Yep, that's correct. Man, congratulations on that. Hey, before we get into being a multi-sport athlete at New London, you know the love in the baseball community and beyond that for your grandfather. Oh yeah, he's I mean, he's been coaching for so long and people respect him and and trust his um coaching and it's it's great to see that he's so dedicated to be- baseball and it, I mean it sets the example for us to be like dedicated to what you do and want to be great at it. So Well, I love the fact that he said when you talk to Leah, you tell her, I'm the grandfather, but any any field court pool she wants to get in and I told you that and you said he's never even learned how to swim so <laughs> Marty Marty's still talking still stalking a little bit of smack and and Leah I can tell you this that um, the love that they have for you and how proud um, your your grandfather and grandmother are of you you would have giggled um, with your grandmother in the background as Marty is telling me about you and she's saying don't forget this hey tell him this Hey, tell Mike that Leah did this, and and Marty was just telling me everything that that your grandmother was was uh, saying. Hey, let's talk about your days at New London if we can. So, um, basketball. You started out basketball and softball and swimming, 
and then transitioned from swimming and went to volleyball. And 12 letters, I have not talked to many um, student athletes from high schools in, in the state of Wisconsin that were able to earn 12 letters during their high school year. That had to be pretty cool for you. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I was a part of a lot of great programs and um, teams at New London. And, um, I mean, I had great teammates, great coaches that always, like, taught me and led the way for me. And it was it was a great experience. And, I mean, I guess going from um, swimming to volleyball was, was something that, I mean, the fall sport was definitely my just keep in shape, have fun, keep involved. And it was cool to be able to be on um, varsity for um, swimming and hey. for volleyball and be part of those as well. You know, I was able to ask a guy named Zach Bond who plays uh, linebacker now for the New Orleans Saints, and he's from Brown Deer High School. And he, big time, obviously, played up at Wisconsin, football player. He played on the basketball team, and they won a state championship, but he averaged about seven points a game and, and some rebounds. He was super athletic. And I said, did you enjoy that? He goes, man, so much. I didn't have to be the guy. Football, I was the guy. And this, I was just a role player. I was maybe the fourth or fifth best player on that team. When you went to volleyball, and I don't know how good of a volleyball player you were, but obviously a really, really good basketball player, did you kind of like that to be able to just take a little pressure off and just play to have fun? Oh, absolutely. It was, I mean, I love my team and my teammates, and it was was definitely, I just played it for fun. Um, And it was just, it was just a way to keep involved, and I enjoyed it a lot to have that little bit less pressure um, off my shoulders and just go out there and just have fun. Obviously, I tried my best, but it was it was fun. We're talking to uh, Leah Poreth. She is. Um, are you a senior at Oshkosh? Yep, I'm a senior. So, do you get to now come back? Um, will you come back and play another year? Yep, I'm going to take my fifth year because um, they gave everyone their year back with COVID. So I'm definitely going to jump on that and take that opportunity. You realize the the coaches in your conference are not happy about that, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, but that's okay. They're too bad. Too bad I'm coming back. And guess what? Two-time player of the year in the conference is coming back for one more year. Hey, um, was it difficult for you to make the decision on what sport to play at the next level? Um, I guess it was definitely between basketball and softball, um, but I got recruited a lot more for basketball, and um, as much as I miss softball now and and loved playing it, I guess basketball was definitely the sport for me to continue on in the college level. Leah, I've got a, um, I've got a girl softball story I'm going to tell you real quick. I, I, uh, I played I played a lot of hardball, played a lot of uh, men's softball, and now I'm an old guy, a grandfather of four, whatever. And I do I was doing a show called Around the Corner with John McGivern, who is my brother, and my job was to talk whatever community we went into to talk about the sports, a high school sports team from that community. And we were in Fort Atkinson, and they were a really good softball team back then. And these girls were all very kind to me. Nice. Thank you so much, Mr. McGivern, for coming. I said, who's the big-time pitcher, this all-state pitcher I'm I'm reading about? Girl raised her hand. I said, why don't you warm up? I'm going to get in the batter's box. I'm going to take you deep. She's like, really? The, Leah, their whole mindset's changed. They weren't nice to me anymore, Leah. They were like, <laughs> and the catcher put the gear on, and she said, outfield, come on in, no hitter. I go, are you kidding me? <laughs> the pitcher looked at the coach and he put two fingers up to his cheek. Leah, I never saw the first pitch. 
I didn't see it. The ball hit the glove. I said, ball one. That was outside. The catcher goes, what are you talking about? That was right down the middle. I hit one ground ball to the second baseman, and the pitcher got mad. I said, what are you mad about? She said, I want you touching my stuff. I said, well, I'm going to go lefty. I'll hit lefty against you. She goes, did you hit lefty? I said, no, I can hit you lefty. And I bunted one. The third baseman picked it up and burst out laughing. I said, what are you laughing about? She goes, I would have thrown you out by a mile. And I thought, what just happened? Like, these girls were all so nice. What I didn't know, Leah, I had no idea how hard it was to hit in in, uh, women's softball, fast pitch. I had that ball was going, it was rising. It was, I couldn't barely see the thing. And I gained so much respect for, for girls, fast pitch softball at that moment. Uh, It's, it's incredible for guys that think they're all that go ahead, get in the batter's box against somebody that can really throw it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a competitive sport. It was, it was fun to play. I'm, I'm glad I had the opportunity to grow up playing that sport too. It was it was um, your grandfather different in the crowd watching you play softball than he was watching you play basketball? Um, I think he was about the same. He always <laughs> kind of goes and sits by himself and and watches the game and gets involved in it. He kind of does both for basketball and softball. Did, does he? Do you get a chance then to talk? Does he talk to you after games, um, whether he had a good game or not? And and is he? I mean, he's look when you coach as long as he has, and I did. It's hard not to be a coach all the time. Yeah, um, I I talk to him after like every game that they come to, and and I mean he always I mean there's nothing but support and I mean good things said, and I mean there's always a little couple jokes like oh make your free throws, right. or, <laughs> way to get four fouls or something, but it's always he's always just joking around and he's always there to support and it's just great having them there and being able to come to my game since I am at Oshkosh too. So, you know, and that we talked off the air and and one of the reasons you selected Oshkosh was because family is really important to you and a half hour from, from school. So your family gets to come and watch you play. Yes, that is, it's, it's a huge bonus for me to be able to have them come and watch me play both my parents and my grandparents. And I mean, even sometimes like my aunts and uncles, cousins will, make the trip and it's always fun having an audience there and having people to watch you and see all the hard work you put into the sport too. Hey Leah, I, um, the show I do before this high school show is a youth sports show. And today's show was moms coaching their daughters. And I coached my son in basketball. And I know your father was your high school softball coach, correct? Right. How was that? Was that a good experience for you guys? Because there, there are people and there's a book out called coaching our sons the good and the bad and the ugly stories of, I mean, literally, Leah, families being ripped apart because of it. And I I was not very good coaching my son the first year. The next two years, I figured out after reading that book that I had to be his father once we got to the kitchen table. And I'm wondering how that was experience, the experience you had uh, playing for your dad. Yeah, I mean, we never had a problem. Um, we definitely respected each other and that, like, when it's, when it's softball time, it's softball time, and he's my coach. And, um, and yeah, I mean, it honestly probably brought us closer together because we were able to do that, um, have that experience and go to state four times for softball and do that together. Like, it was wow. our team, not my team or his team. And, um, like, when we got home, like, we didn't necessarily talk a lot about, like, strategy or anything. It was, like, when we're at softball, we're at softball, we're at home, we're at home. And, and it was – I loved having my dad as my coach, and – 
like I said, I think it brought us close together because we were able to have those experiences together. Do you know this last Christmas, my son, I coached him in AAU basketball, and then I was coaching basketball over at Dominican and left there to go coach at a small Christian school called uh, Calvary Baptist. And for this uh, Christmas, he took all these old you know, um, CDs and, and tapes that we had of me coaching him in third and fourth and fifth grade and then in high school, and he put them all together. And so we're able to watch these. And, you know, he was like, man, I sure didn't play much defense back then. Or did I ever hit a free throw? And we have so much fun looking at those now. It was great. Leah, can I ask a favor? Is there a chance I can hold you over for one more segment? Absolutely. Good. What I'd like to do in the next segment is talk about that transition then from New London High School to Oshkosh. And if we've got some some seniors and juniors in high school listening to the show, I want to talk about that transition, being away from home a little bit. You know, grade-wise, look, you're, you're a, you're a WEAC scholar uh, honor roll, a 3.7 GPA, I believe, at Oshkosh, a 4.0 in high school. I want to know the difference between not only playing at that level, but then also multitasking and being a really good student-athlete. And we're going to get some advice from you on the other side. She is Leah Porath. Again, Marty Paulson's granddaughter, and she's just doing phenomenal. Big-time basketball player up at UW Oshkosh. 12 letters she won at New London. And we'll uh, we'll talk to her on the other side of the break about that transition getting to college. This is the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I am Mike McGivern. We're talking to Marty Paulson's granddaughter. I'm sure she's tired of me saying that, but I'll tell you what, if you listen to this show, you you love baseball and you know about Marty Paulson and uh, what a great job he has done. And not only just in baseball, but, but really in that community up in Fond du Lac, he is the man up there. And his granddaughter, Leah Paulson, Leah Porath, excuse me, is UW Oshkosh, two-time basketball player of the year in that conference, going to be back for one more year. And I know that those coaches, again, are not happy. Um, Leah, can we talk a little bit about, was it a difficult transition for you going from high school to college academically? And was it a difficult transition for you athletically? Um. I mean, definitely, it was definitely a transition academically. Our coaches and, and um, the program is is very helpful. And on top of that, and we have like weekly check-ins for academics and see if you need any help or are there any any resources that could help you like adjust to the situation. So academically, I was I was fine and able to adjust well. Um, athletically, obviously, it was um, a a difference like obviously the players were better and the game was faster and I had to make adjustments with stuff like that but again like our coaches and and my teammates were very helpful in in making that adjustment and and easing you in and going to college you almost had like instant friends so like that was it was so nice to be a part of the team and just kind of know where your place is and in school and on campus and it wasn't it wasn't awful I, I liked it I liked college a lot you know, I read an article, um, I think it was last night, about Leah just getting ready for this interview and getting a chance to talk to her. And I highlighted the part that I wanted to say. And it, this article is about Leah and talks about that, you know, she she's scoring a lot of points, doing great things. 
But the line that that jumped out is it said, but her peers say she is also one of the best people in her community. And Leah, that that means a lot to a guy like me. When you when your peers are saying, hey, look, yeah, she can score it and she's a great teammate. But let me tell you what she's like in our community. Where do you think that part of your heart came from? Um, that probably stems from my family and what I was taught growing up and just to appreciate what you have and don't take anything for granted. And just, I mean, you're going to be provided with all these opportunities, but I mean, make the most of them. And, and that's kind of what I learned growing up. And that's kind of what I've been living with. Man, good for you. Do you know, I, I like that part. And that, that article also went on to, to say, hey, look, you know, she's really quiet at first, but once you get to know her, you know, she's not all that quiet, which I really like. And I'm wondering, when, when you were a freshman coming onto the campus at UW Oshkosh and then getting a chance to play, the difference between playing at Oshkosh now after being there a few years compared to when you were a freshman, has obviously everything has really slowed down, right? Oh, yeah. I um, Yeah, I guess when I came in as a freshman, I was I was so quiet. I barely probably talk to anyone I would just like spoke when I was talking or spoke to and um, it does take me a while to adjust to people and to an environment and um, after I mean even after the few months there I was able to kind of be myself and open up and and be me and especially after a couple years now I'm so comfortable at Oshkosh and I love it there and um, made great relationships with my teammates and coaches and feel very comfortable on the court obviously and and the speed is of the game is still um, it's fun to pl- it's fun to play in. Hey, do you, do you know um, first of all what what are you going to school for? What's your degree going to be in? I'm double majoring in supply chain and marketing. And what does that where does that lead you then? Um, <laughs> good question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, I don't know. I don't really know what I want to do yet with my degrees after college. Um, luckily, I get to postpone that for a year. Um, but maybe probably something more in marketing. And, yep. And hey, Leah, honestly, I'm not sure. Now, you know what the cool part is, Leah? And I don't know if you're 22, 23 years old, whatever age you are, you, you've got, you can change your mind five times before lunch today. You can. You, you can say, look, I... I, I, this is maybe what I want to do. No, maybe this is what I want to do. I know a lot of people that graduated from college with a degree, my son, in sports management, and he took a job right out of college. And I, I can tell you this, and you're going to be very encouraged by this. He, a month before he graduated, he sent out eight resumes, and he got eight phone calls. And I go, give me your resume. What are you telling these people? And I took it to a guy I work with that used to hire a lot of young people right out of college. And I said, why is he getting so much action? And he said, he, um, Division three college basketball player, big-time student, and he played four years and he was a two-year captain. I go, what is that? He said, I don't know if I'd hire the kid, but I would definitely bring him in because he multitasks, he's a leader, takes care of his business in the classroom. That says a lot to me as as somebody who wants to hire kids at that um, at that age. So understand that. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep those grades up. And when you decide, you might not even have to decide. You send out some resumes and maybe a really great company is going to decide for you and make an offer that you can't refuse. That's very true. I mean, I've learned a lot of life skills from being part of athletics and in, 
and in school and just being able, like you said, like the time management, the leadership, the dedication, like everything that comes with organization, everything that comes with having to manage both of those. So the last, uh, the last thing in that article I read that I, I highlighted was this last sentence. Somebody, they talked about her optimism. Leah's uh, constant optimism is something that has also caught the attention of those around her. She always seems to find a way, put a positive spin on every situation. I love being around people like that. Leah, thank you so much for your time. Your grandfathers and grandmother are going to be very proud of the way you handled yourself on this interview. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah, you bet. Anything I can ever do for you, let me know. You want to come work in the marketing area in Milwaukee. Have uh, have Marty give you my number. Sounds good. I'll keep you in mind. <laughs> you got it. Thank you, Leah. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, our current electric superhero of the week from Whitnell High School will join us. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin at 1250 a.m. The Fan.